648 or will be in a matter of moments. Just making that connection with uh, Mark Schultz, who is with the uh, Bryce Prairie Conservation Club. They sponsor the Fishing Derby uh, that will be, fingers crossed, taking place on Lake Onalaska. They're going to move things around a little bit. I spoke to Mark on uh, Friday or Thursday, Friday, I think. Uh, and he said, there's a, a few changes, so we should probably talk about that. Nothing, nothing big. I mean, it's not like they're going to move to Iowa or something. Still Bryce Prairie Conservation Club. And uh, so there we go. So let's try to make this this year's fishing derby successful. Mark Schultz, hey, good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, Happy New Year. Well, well, we got... Uh, I don't know, a little over an inch of snow officially last night. Might get an inch or so again tonight. So we've actually got January kind of winter around here. Although to, you know, <laughs> later today, the high temperature is supposed to reach 45. I don't know what that's going to do to the Bryce Prairie Fishing Derby, that kind of wacky roller coaster weather. Well, it doesn't help as far as the ice, you know, thickness is concerned, but I think the forecast looks like it's supposed to cool off pretty good. Yeah. Uh, eventually. And it, <clears throat> what we need is not much snow and cold weather to make the ice. Then right. we're good. Well, there's not and, a lot. An inch-ish on the ground yeah. here from last night, so that probably won't impede the ice too much. And temps no. in the 20s. Uh, yeah. You know, When is the tournament scheduled to take place? Saturday, February 1st. And... Uh, the fee for entry is $5, okay? Mm-hmm. And we've got improved prizes this year in value and type. Oh, cool. And we've got, uh, oh, there's a, <clears throat> a, a, a raffle. The first prize is $1,000. That's a separate ticket from the fishing ticket. Sure. And it starts at 9 o'clock. I mean, it starts fishing. You can start at sunrise, but about 9 o'clock was when they start start weighing in oh, until okay. 3 and then we go usually till about 4.30 or so, and then slowly the tent empties, empties but uh, it's it's a pretty good time. People have a, you know, there's stuff to eat and drink and games to play, and, and you know, a lot of people probably only see each other sometimes <laughs> on the ice. <laughs> I get you it. You know, people are from all over the place. Well, and that's <clears throat> that's uh, uh, one of those kinds of things that uh, that brings the fishing community together, because ice fisher persons, uh, men and women, are are a special bunch. Yeah, <laughs> they yep. are a special bunch. I was mentioning while Mark was uh, making the call that I saw last week, uh, went by. Uh, a spot on the Mississippi, and there was a whole bunch of ice fishermen out there uh, with their little ice shanties and so forth. And there was one uh, four-wheeler out there parked far away from all of the folks that were fishing. I went by later on, and that four-wheeler was still there, but all the shanties were gone. So there was at least some conversation about, you know, if it keeps getting... Uh, warmer, these shanties are going to suck in, and I don't want mine frozen in the lake. So, you know, people take their their valuables off the ice when it uh, when it might cause a problem later on, huh? Yeah, we're lucky uh, now that everything is so mobile with this these higher temperatures because the old permanent ice shacks they would just kind of attract the heat and melt right through. Sure. So, yeah, that's a problem. 
Uh, yeah. What does the Bryce Perry Conservation Club do with the money? This this tournament is uh, or has been super popular in the past. What do you do with the money? Well, it's a, a, a variety of projects. We have wood deck houses. We have bluebird houses that we monitor and, and take care of. River cleanup. Uh, we donate. We've donated a pretty good chunk of change to the Fred Funk Landing. Um, there's emergency lights and emergency shelters out on the on the river. Um, and I'm probably missing something here. Um, oh, the Purple Loose Stripe project to try to um, oh sure purple, purple Loose Stripe get the weeds. We've out. got some research being done by that uh, by some uh, folks from UWL. They kind of provide a stipend for uh, a student every year. So um, a lot of things that are focused on Lake Alaska, the Black River Bottoms. And with all of this water that's been coming down the river, it's been bringing an awful lot of sand, and it's changed the nature of Lake Alaska. Yeah, wow. And sadly, we've been talking a lot about uh, water, uh, unusually high water and unusually late in the year and and uh, filling basements on the north side. There's that kind of yeah. sediment and so forth that that comes down river. You mentioned it changes it changes the Mississippi and it changes Lake Alaska. Uh, does it? It doesn't really change the flow, though, does it? I mean, does it push water into different directions or just high? Well, if you had a deep area, the water would have flowed through it. Now, if it fills up with sand, that water has to go to another area. So it changes where the water goes. It doesn't change the amount of water, uh, and it doesn't change the height of the water. That's really, uh, like, you know, determined by how much water is coming down the river. Sure. So, um, but this, but what happens is, in a good fishery, you need what they call bathymetric uh, diversity, where you have deep areas and shallow areas and deep areas. And, you know, but if it all becomes the same, then it's not as productive as a fishery. Are there, Lake Onalaska is notoriously <laughs> a shallow lake. Are there uh, efforts or ideas to, to keep areas of the lake dredged so that there is deep water, there is a place for the spring flows and storm water to uh, to uh, flow through Lake Onalaska instead of being backed up and ending up in people's yards and kind of their basements? Well, there's there's two reasons that people would support, you know, deeping. One would be to provide for habitat, fish habitat, habitat for all the critters in, in, in the river. And the other one is to allow them to get from point A to point B with the boat. Sure. So those are two, two good reasons to, you know, modify that sediment that's coming um, downriver and, and filling places that people used to boat and fish. Right. Well, and I was, I'll be honest, I was uh, trying to think of a reason why non-fishermen would be uh, okay with I don't know if they'd get excited necessarily maybe but okay with uh, with uh, dredging efforts and money being spent because that would also help flooding uh, potentially in the spring yeah it it would trans it would carry the water better it's not going to reduce the flooding it isn't it's okay the height of the height of the flooding what what does that is What's happening right now, which is some of that water is going down river now. Some yeah. of that snow is melting. Some, a little okay? at a time. So this, this, this. So if it was all piled up and didn't melt, then in the springtime it all melts and runs down. 
So there's a negative to the high flows right now, but it's positive to it. Right. Well, so it's... 45 degrees later today will help some of that snow melt, and if it's melting slowly, then then you're right. We won't have the big high water this spring and cause more issues. Uh, Mark Schultz, the uh, Bryce Prairie Fishing Derby is set for Saturday, February 1st. More information on the Bryce Prairie Facebook page. Probably, and fingers crossed, that the ice will remain solid enough to entertain uh, fishing.